Episode 247 of the Transmove Podcast. My name is Tim Egg. And if you have any questions you'd like to submit through to the show, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. Up on the homepage, it says submit your questions. Click on that. Follow the prompts. I get excited every time you guys submit your questions. And I do like that. Makes me feel important. Uh, I'll just throw on a little bit of business here my book got launched last monday i'm super excited i've done very very little to promote it so i'm absolutely hopeless when it comes to that side of things but it's launched it's called key sessions got 101 triathlon training sessions that i find really cool um at the moment it's only available on amazon i've just been a real lazy little turd and haven't done much to put it in other platforms but it's available on paperback and ebook um so just go to keysessions.com and it will, it will sort all that side of it out for you but just to give you an idea of what's in there for instance um there's like a, a bike ride it's, it's a pretty cool little bike ride i like it's a three it's ideally it's for 70.3 athletes and ideally ironman athletes so it's a three-hour bike ride with an hour of hill repeats in it that is done in low cadence so you're looking at around 55 65 rpm after you finish your last hill repeat you're going directly into a one hour time trial at race effort that's not race pace that's not race power that's not race heart rate or speed or whatever you it's purely how you feel how you think race effort will feel obviously come race day it's a really and then after you finish that one hour time trial you just crawl home so it's a really cool bike ride yeah it's a real good bang for your buck so today's question comes from Dwayne uh, I'm looking at doing my first Ironman in June how can I get the required run volume as I have arthritis in my left knee and hip? This limits my running as I need time between sessions. I have previously competed in sprints, Olympics and 70.3s. So, I had to send in a couple of quick questions. I like I like these sort of questions because it makes me think. Most of the questions that I get through, I just get, have a quick glance. I go, right, I'll copy it, I'll paste it straight into my little spreadsheet and i don't think about it until i'm really talking about it but this i like these because it's just out of the ordinary so i sent him a couple of follow-up questions like um how much recovery do, does he need normally have after between runs um what what was his run volume and frequencies for his 70.3 he did what are the goals for his ironman that he's got in june and um does he run all year round or does he just wait till it's tri season and he adds the run volume in and so he replied back to that um he normally runs two to three times with depending on intensity and du um duration uh with when he trained for his 70.3 he would run pr probably 10 to 20 kilometers per week with two to three runs per week um and then he wrote uh, what is it he, he wants to ideally he wants to do his ironman in around 14 hours thereabouts he wants to enjoy the experience um and uh, when he was training uh, when he was training f oh he normally trains I'm trying to read this as I'm talking here I try to when I possible minimum would be one to one thirty minute run 
Uh, yeah, so he also talks about how he had a coach for a while until this crashed and he was making some good gains. So there's a, there a lot of good things are running through my head here at the moment. So there's a, there's a few things. So first up, if you wanted to do... Um, oh, man, I've got a lot going through my head. Sorry. So I'll start off with this. So if you wanted to do a nine man in fourteen hours, just and you, let's say you get you do do the swim on an average of two minutes per hundred meters, and then you average about thirty kilometers an hour on the bike. Add transitions and whatever. So thereabouts, you should get off the bike in around seven hours. Now, if you walk at a six kilometer an hour pace, which is you know very very doable. But you can't be mucking around either. You will finish the Ironman in 14 hours. So that that's just gives a quick outline that your goal's very, very achievable. You just got to swim at two minutes per 100 metres or thereabouts. You've got to not muck around in transitions, but no one should ever muck around in transitions. You got to ride on an average of 30, 30 kilometres an hour which is for, for most people is pretty doable and you just got to walk at a six kilometer an hour pace very doable that's not quite a power walk anyway that, there's that out of the way so there's a few things you can do to get your run volume in so one thing i would look at is joining a gym or getting a good good quality treadmill for instance and, and twice a week, I would do, I would, I'd start off at 30 minute sessions and I would build it up to one hour sessions twice a week and it's walking. So I, I'd put the treadmill on an incline up to 15%, start off at 10% and slowly build it up to 15% incline and walk one kilometer at, at you can start off at five kilometers an hour for instance and you just, just slowly build the pace up as much as, you put, as possible without causing you know injuries or problems and you you just walk full incline that's going to help build the strength i would then probably look at adding maybe one run uh, one run maybe have an option as a second run somewhere along in in the week just to get that pounding the ground in that running so and even that, I'd add walking into it. So, for instance, I'd be looking at adding 20 seconds of walking every five minutes of running or 30 seconds of walking every 10 minutes of running or nine minutes of running, one minute walking. You can play, you completely play around with that format. So that, that's another, that's one, that's one option. Another option is you can do a bit of water running. Um, if you're going to do any water running, I'll do it in waist-deep water. Don't go deep end. There's no need for that. I'd be going waist-deep water. So your body, so your legs are hitting the ground with some low, low level weight bearing into it. Your upper body is keeping that natural formation, that natural run technique of yours. But I, and talking about technique, I'd make sure your technique's right too, because you, you want to reduce any any risks here. I'd also look at, I'd also develop a recovery plan. So after these runs, I'd be straight into a nice bath for 10, 15 minutes, straight out of it. And then very 
gently walk until you slowly walk warm warm those muscles and tendons and joints up after being in that ice bath you think well i don't really want to sit you know there's many ways of having an ice bath too you don't need to have a bathtub at home because you you know you don't want to stick the boys in there if you don't have to so you get like one of those um council bins for instance they're 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 little beauties or the 40 gallon drums just cut the top off one of them as you're leaving or this is what I, what I have. I've got a 40, 40 gallon drum at the back, and when it's time, when it's my volume and it's picking up. So what I'll do is generally long runs. I'll do this, is I will fill that up with water, and I would, and I'll keep, and I'll replace the water once a week. In the freezer, I've got a big freezer. In the freezer, I've got these massive Tupperware containers filled full of water, and obviously they'll freeze. So. As I as I get home, I'll I'll just chuck these Tupperware containers in the in the ice bath. I'll have a bit, bit something to eat or drink or whatever. I'll come back out. They're they're able to slip out of the Tupperware container. I'll ha- get a hammer and I'll smash the ice bl- the big hunks of ice. They're massive ice bricks and they scatter everywhere and it makes it nice cold. I'll jump in ten minutes, jump out. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your aunt. It, it just helps. And there's a lot of debate too when we've you know oh you shouldn't do ice when it comes to this it's it's very you know to take the um all the inflammatory components out just to you know settle the joint tonight i think it's it's worth its weight in gold you're still hearing doctors say yes that that is for that that is good as that depending on the injuries yes ice can have a negative impact to it but that's a completely different episode um so there, there's those options. So, so you do, you will, in unless you plans to walk, walk the marathon, you are going to have to get the body a little bit used to that pounding on the ground. Um, I'd also be inclined, just maybe once every three weeks, go out, go out on a a long walk. So there, and there's a few things you could do. You can just do, a, a, like let's say you you're making Sunday your long run there's a few things you could do to to trick your body for that long run too so if you can't get the volume in you can go for a swim first do you know 30 or 40 times 100 with 15 to 20 seconds rest in between get out and then run at a moderate effort for around an hour that that's that's going to be you know, half tricking your body for that two hour plus run yeah, kind of or you can do it as a brick session that will also provide a, a good you know j- just a moderate one hour ride before it and then go off the bike and run for about an hour um there's there's a few di- there's so there's a lot of different hacks but obviously you you want to want to monitor I'd be, I'd definitely be leaving leaving a few days if you if it's just pure running so there's a, there's a lot you can do. Um, get your get your bike fitness up to to a really high level, and but I do think your biggest bang for your buck will come with incline treadmills. Just walk it. Start off thirty minutes. Next week thirty five, forty, and just build it up to two one hour full incline, fifteen percent for one hour, just marching up that and that's just going to build a whole lot of strength and then maybe one run which 
you couldn't say, well, next, this week I'm going to be doing 10Ks and then next week I'll do 11Ks and the week after I'll do 12. You, you, you all just have to listen, purely listen to your body. And if you can't get that higher volume in because your body's just not coping with it, you're going to have to add something before it, either the swim or the bike ride. And you're just going to have to take note, keep a training log and just go back to keep referring back to your training log. Um, and if you go back to your tri club with and start with working under that coach again, I would just keep him in the loop. Just say, look, this day, this day, this day, I'm going to be doing my running, but I wouldn't mind you structuring my swim, my bike, um, or just get him on the same page as you run, and he can structure hope structure it all for you that way. So yeah, good luck with it all. Um, let us know how you get on. Keep us up to date and. If you guys have any other questions, tim at trainsmith.com. Till next episode. Hooroo.